0: Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children.
1: We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children.
0: We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. y'all before we get into this week's episode we just wanted to share something really exciting we are opening up a surrendering and motherhood shop and the first thing that we are going to launch is a sweatshirt and it says motherhood matters on it And we are so excited for you to see it. Um, We're going to put a link in the description so y'all can go check it out, share it with your friends, share it with your mom, share it with whoever. And um, yeah, we cannot wait to see where God takes this. And we're, we're, this is just the beginning, y'all. Hello,
1: listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. All right. Tonight, we are kind of going off of a conversation that we had last week. So last week we were talking about mom guilt and all of our feelings surrounding that. And this week we are going to be talking about humbly living in conviction.
0: Yes. So Olivia and I audio messaged back and forth for about two or three hours today (laughs) about this. Literally, I was saying things and then she was like, oh yeah, and this. And then I was like, oh yeah, and this. And so we have a lot of thoughts and feelings about this. And so we're just, um, we're just going to start going and we're just going to believe that what we say is what needs to be said. And as always, like we're literally talking about humbly living in conviction. And so everything that we're saying is with a humble heart and the things Mm -hmm. that we're going to be talking about is kind of a it's a big topic, you know, grace and truth and living in conviction in a fallen world and all of this stuff. And so, I mean, to start us off, our convictions cannot come from what other people say and do. Mm -hmm. And so I know that we talk about all the time, we're not talking at anybody on this podcast. Right like this is not a teaching podcast this is not a parenting podcast this is a carly and olivia are humbly surrendering to god and following him and waking up every day and doing our best to do that and then living in the convictions that he puts on our heart mhm so um i guess we should talk about the extremes of kind of the culture today and the response and like the swinging pendulum that we, I mean, it seems like we're always talking about the extremes and trying to zoom out and ask God what he wants us to know about this. And I know that, um, I guess culture nowadays, it's no surprise that we have kind of ended up how we are because a lot of what is popular is in Christianity and in the church is the message of all grace and no truth. Mm -hmm. And so then because of that, because our culture is turned into like a moral relativism, like you do you and I won't worry about it and everything's good and everything is this. Um, Christians and especially online, you know, bloggers and social media people are like, no, we have to stand up for the gospel and God and all of this stuff. And while all of that is, it's, it's good to stand up for truth and stand up for what you believe. We've kind of seen this pendulum switch of like all truth and no grace. Yeah. And then that also doesn't represent the gospel and who God is. So both of those things, it's not, that's not right on either end. And it's confusing. It's confusing to the world. It's confusing to new believers.
1: Mm -hmm. It's it's
0: confusing. And so we have to, we have to be aware about this, about this whole thing. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, when it comes to social media, there are so many different aspects that you and I went back and forth about earlier, but also even before we started recording, because I feel like some, not all, some Christians are just so hardcore extreme in one direction. And we've talked about it. Obviously there's extremes, there's the middle ground, and then there's just the wishy-washy. And so we have to actually find a middle ground and also remember that everyone is on their own journey walking with the Lord. And finding their relationship with the Lord. And so when it comes to social media, we will ev- either see people posting about these are 10 things I do every day as a Christian. And you see that, and that's their own life. It's a completely different life than yours, whether it's family dynamics are they married? Do they have children? What do they do for work? There are things that people see. And they're like, oh, I should be doing that. That's exactly what I should be doing as a Christian. And the thing is, is that your relationship with God is going to look completely different. And and that's okay. That's completely okay. Because that's that's what works for you in your own life. And so when we see these things, it's kind of like a perfectionism thing, almost like I need to be the perfect Christian in order to be the perfect Christian. I need to do these things and say these things and never be able to mess up and never be able to do X, Y, and Z. And obviously we want to continue to grow in our relationship with, with God and also not do things that we used to do, obviously. And so, but at the same time, God, God knows we're not perfect. He knows we're going to mess up and we can repent and we can ask for forgiveness and we can ask for guidance. So there's that. And then the other side of it, like you were talking about, is that what I have noticed lately with people who are well-known Christians who have big platforms and followings, they will speak negatively about another Christian or somebody else in general. And I just don't see how that's helpful because a, that's not being Christ-like and B, that's showing people who might be new to Christianity, oh, it's okay to completely sit up here on a platform because I have a big following and speak negatively about someone when I don't know anything about their life. So it's, it's confusing. And when you and I were going back and forth earlier, one of the things that Carly said to me a really long time ago in regards to our children is that they just got here when they're born and when it comes to to parenting them and mothering them there are certain things we have to remember they they don't understand things and so when we think about that with someone who's new to Christianity they're going to see that and they're going to be very confused and they're going to say oh that's what that's what Christianity looks like oh I can go do that so it's it's incredibly layered <laughs> and yes. that's just the social media portion of it so
0: Yes. Well, and please hear us say, there are salvation issues. There are core beliefs in Christianity that are not negotiable. Right. And so please hear us when we, we are very clear about those things. Right. And there are a lot of things about life that are not salvation issues. Mm -hmm. And that is where we have to trust that the Holy Spirit dwelling within us will help guide us and make decisions for our life, for our family, for our children, all of that stuff.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And we have to trust that that same Holy Spirit is dwelling within every other believer. And I think that Christians are very, very uncomfortable with allowing time and space for the sanctification process in another person's life. Mm -hmm. We want it for ourselves. Oh, please be kind to me and be gracious to me while I'm trying to figure this out. And then if we're not willing to do that for somebody else and we're like, Oh, you're a Christian. We don't do that. We don't say that. We don't do this. We do do this. Like y'all can, can we just pause for a second? Yes. I think that online and social media has really these hot topics and the these big things really should be talked about and played out in close knit relationships.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: You know agreed wholeheartedly. And like like what you were saying, like we cannot win people to Christ by not being Christ like. Like, can we just pause on that for a second? Mm-hmm. We can't just be out here speaking the truth. This is what the, this is what it is. This is what it is. There's no room for disagreement. you know, all of that stuff. And then, but, but we're acting prideful while we do that. Like, right. wait a second, what? Like the the Bible said, like you will, Jesus said before he left, he was like, they'll know you're my follower by how you love them. Now that's not saying loving somebody just fixes everything. No, there's part of love no. that is truth and honesty and close relationship and iron sharpening iron. There is layers mm. to this thing, but yeah. I'm just, it, it, it honestly, it grieves my heart to think about the people who are like, I guess Christianity's not for me. Yes. Because if that's how you're supposed to act, that doesn't even feel morally right to me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, what are we doing, y'all?
1: Well, being completely honest, that's exactly how I felt. I think I've said it on the podcast before. I grew up Catholic and I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade. And so then I had family members who were Christian, who are Christian And I would see certain things that they would do or say about people who were also believers or who weren't believers. And it honestly, it made me not, it really was like, it completely turned me off from, from Christianity. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just my family. Like it it can be people on social media also, because it's just the way that people present things and the way they speak about things. And, and the other part of it, outside of the way things are presented, a lot of the time people will speak about things when it comes to Christianity and they don't have lived experience in what they're speaking about. And so that piece of it for me was, um, I, it was confusing because I'm sitting back wondering why they are even speaking about it when they have no experience with it whatsoever and speaking to the masses and saying that this is this is the only way and you should be doing this. You should be doing that. And it's very confusing to people and it's not helpful. It's really not helpful. And if you're, if you are seeing someone who is a believer and who is just openly judging or criticizing or shaming people, why would you want to go be that? Like, if that's what your example is, if that's what you're seeing, why would you want to do that? So, it's either that it completely turns you away from it, or you're very impressionable and you see all of these things that people are talking about. But the layer below that is that they're talking about such deep, really vulnerable, like personal topics online. Mm-hmm. And what you and I have talked about at length. We meant we had talked about it on the podcast was well, how much access people have to you in terms of mm-hmm. their relationship with you. Are they outside your house? Are they in the driveway? Are they in your living room? Are they down the street? And so there's a lot of conversations that are had on social media by everybody, but believers as well, that are just if you don't have a deep, genuine relationship with that person, how. It's just confusing to me. How, how are you supposed to, A, speak about that, and then B, try and tell someone what they should or shouldn't be doing if you don't actually know them and you don't know their heart and you're not trying to understand who they are and what they've been through. And I think that it causes a lot more issues, honestly. So it's either completely turns people away or makes people feel shameful for who they are and for where they are in their own personal journey in their relationship with God so that's not helpful.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, just like you were, um, you were telling me just about like your personal experience about like seeing the way that Christians act and you're like, wait, I don't, I don't really know if I want to be a part of that. Like this whole people presenting themselves as like perfect. And I make all the right decisions and I speak like this and I am like, Holier than thou. Um, I think that held me back for a long time because I was like, wait, I can't like be honest about the broken parts of me. Yes. And, and that uh, the enemy loves that for Mm -hmm. us to be isolated in our brokenness and shame and sin and all of that stuff. Like Like we have to reach those people and the way that we reach people who feel broken and and alone and are stuck in sin and don't know that they're made in the image of God and all of those things, their identity is warped. We reach them by how we love them. Yeah. And when we love people, we're willing to be in a relationship with them and relationships are messy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But when you are in relationship with people, that's how hearts change, right? That is how like God uses the people around us to reveal things to us, to speak to us, to help us grow closer to him. That kind of relationships change everything. That kind of love changes everything, you know? And like, If our convictions are not prompting us to speak and live and love people with grace and truth, and they're not a representation of the fruit of the spirit that dwells within us, then maybe those convictions are not from the Lord. Yeah. What are we doing? If we're talking about, oh, I do this because, you know, it's, it's confusing. It's confusing. It's very
1: confusing. And I think that's also a piece that you and I really wanted to touch on is that obviously like you said there are certain things that are true as believers yeah. and that's just what it is. Yeah. And then there's also just just this level of I don't even know. It's almost like people being on a high horse if mm-hmm. they've been a believer for x amount of time. Or they do very specific things. And in some ways, it kind of feels like, even from my perspective, like they think they're better. Like you're a better Christian than I am type yeah. of thing. Or I'm a better Christian than you are. And the thing is, is that God loves us. He, he created us to all be different. And we all have different ways of honoring him ourselves individually and in our homes and with our families. And so what, what I do every day is not going to be like what you do every single day or Mm -hmm. who else, it's not going to be the same thing. Obviously we have a huge opportunity to bring God into our homes and into our daily routine and our habits and have conversations with our children and people who we care about and who we love, but we can't sit there and say, you're a bad Christian or Because you're not doing this, you're not on the same level as I am. Do you know what I mean? You never know where someone is in their own personal journey. You don't know unless you have a relationship with them, unless you take time to build a a genuine relationship, an honest and open relationship with somebody, then to speak negativity over them or to speak demean them because they do things differently than you. What, how is that helpful? And, and I can even say, admittedly, I have been that person. I'm not anymore, but I've, I've been that person where I was like my way or the highway type of thing, or just, I can't believe some, so-and-so is doing this or that, or X, Y, and Z. Why, why am I going to spend my time being concerned (laughs) with what somebody else is doing? I need to be concerned with what I'm doing and what God thinks about what I'm doing. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I think, I think that is so true. And I think if everybody's honest, I think that we have all been there. And I think as I have been on my faith journey, these last several years of, you know, pursuing my faith and pursuing God and really leaning in and, um, just having a deeper understanding of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. It has, it, it doesn't make me feel like I'm better than anybody. It actually does the complete opposite. I'm like, wait, I am not worthy of this. (laughs) And like, when I see other people, I'm like, I've been there. Yeah. It, It gives me this, this, this layer of like compassion and mercy on other people, because I've been there. I have been broken. I have been depressed. I have struggled with my identity. I have all, all of the things that are human, that every single person, whether they are willing to admit it or not, we all struggle with this. Mm -hmm. And then there is inevitably a time when, and it, it happened for me, like how we talked about, like, we are born looking for somebody that is looking for us. Mm-hmm. My life changed forever when I realized what God says about me yeah, and how God loves me. And there are Christians out there that are like, oh, you know, he's not just a loving God. He disciplines, he punishes. Listen, I get that. I get that. But I'm saying for me, my life, everything changed for me when, when I realized, oh, wait, God, God thinks that about me. He, he speaks identity over me. I am a daughter of the King. He created the universe and he created me Mm -hmm. and he loves me and he knows all of the hairs on my head. And he catches my tears in a bottle. He knows my heart. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that changed everything for me. And everybody, whether they want to realize it or not, that's that's what everybody needs. That God sized hole that can only be filled by him. Mm-hmm. And there's so many counterfeits, and we're so this world is so confused. <laughs> and so that makes it even more crucial for us professing to be believers and professing to be followers of Jesus. The way we talk, the way we walk, the way we treat people, Mm
1: -hmm. the way
0: we love people, Mm -hmm. it matters so much. Mm -hmm. This is, it is, it is serious business. It's not, it's not willy nilly. There's no time to be lukewarm about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We have to meet people where they are and love them in a way that is an overflow from Christ's love. Right. That changes everything. It changes everything. I mean,
1: like you, like you were just saying, realizing that there is a God who cares about you, who loves you, who cares about the details of your life, the little tiny intricate details the things that people might say are silly to pray about or silly to think that God cares about. No, he cares about them. He cares about all of them mm-hmm. and knowing how deeply he loves us and what he can do when we continue to build and strengthen our relationship with him and speak to him and ask for forgiveness and pray, to, like pray to him. it. It changes the whole game. Yeah. And it, honestly, too, I feel like it in a way makes you feel, or at least for me, at least makes you feel more loving to others because we sit back and we're like, oh, wait, even though I've messed up, even though I've turned away from God, even though I've done this, even though I've, I've sinned in this way and that way, he was still there loving me. Mm-hmm. He was still showing up, still trying to to turn me to him mm-hmm. and so for 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 people who are believers it, to say well you're like they're just a sinner they're like God's not gonna accept them or they're too broken or whatever like that's prideful to to say to say that somebody is basically too far gone or that they're never going to be at the same level as you, as you are, as a believer, go walk out the door with that. That's, that's not helpful to anybody. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if you are a believer, you should be speaking life over that person and say, Hey, you know what? I know that you feel like you're not lovable. I know you feel like you've done too many things wrong for God to forgive you. I know that you feel broken. I know that you feel lost. I know that you feel alone Mm -hmm. to, to, honor that person where they are and say, Hey, I've been there. Mm -hmm. It might not be the same type of situation, but Mm -hmm. there's always, always a chance to, to turn to God. It's not too late. It's never too late. And so that's what we should be doing. Not Mm -hmm. belittling people for doing things differently or for the life that they lived before they found Jesus it is not helpful. We are supposed to be speaking life into people. We're supposed to be encouraging them. And that's why on our podcast, we're not, we're not speaking at anyone. We're, we're having conversations between our, ourselves and hoping yeah. that what we're saying resonates with somebody Yeah. or maybe, or maybe they need to talk to someone and have a conversation with someone about what we're talking about. Because God doesn't want us to be down here judging people and not loving people and treating people unkindly because they're different than we are. That's not, that's not what he wants us to do. Yeah. So there's so many layers to this conversation.
0: Yeah. When you just saying like judging people, that is what (laughs) you want to talk about extremes that is yeah. a hot topic of like, you know, only God could judge me. And you know, that it, it's, it's the same, all truth, no grace, all grace, no truth conversation. Because guess what? As believers, we are actually called to judge each other and to encourage each other. And yes. To iron sharpen iron and yes. call each other out. I, I don't even like that term, but, but that is to be done in the context of relationship. Right. So, we're not called to judge the world. We already know who rules this world. That's the mm-hmm. little g God and uh, that that's Satan, okay? So, we're not God, so we cannot um speak about anybody's eternal uh where they're going. First of all. But as far as and I think we were talking earlier about like people feeling judged, and I think sometimes People like feel judged because people are judgmental. That's what we've been talking about. Christians out here, all truth, no grace, speaking their convictions, barking our orders at everybody. Yeah. That's, that's not a good look. That's, that's not good. That's not helpful. Mm -hmm. And there's also the other side to that is like, maybe we feel judged, uh, because we need to make a change. Mm -hmm. We need to repent. We need this to change our heart. And that's yeah. like the whole mom guilt conversation we were talking yes, about. Last week.
1: That's what I was just going to say. A lot of the time when people feel judged or ashamed of something, there's the whole conversation of, I can't make you feel judged. I can't make you feel shame. That's a you thing. That's people don't want to hear job. that. Yeah. It's an inside job. So if you feel shame about something, that's an invitation for you to figure out why you feel shame about it. If mm-hmm. you feel judged, same exact thing. Sit with it. Figure mm-hmm. out why you're feeling that way. Does that mean you need to start making some changes in, in how you treat
0: people the, mm-hmm. in your day to day life, your mm-hmm. own lifestyle choices? Ask God what? what he thinks about it. Yes. God, what do you want me to know about this? Yes. This person is making me feel like this. This topic is making me feel like this. I'm kind of confused. I'm kind of conflicted about it. God is not the God of confusion. The enemy will lie to you and confuse you and distort things. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: to combat that, because this is a spiritual battle, ask God what he thinks. God, what do you say about this? God can't lie. It's impossible. Go to the word, read your Bible, ask him, hey, God, what do you want me to know about this? Like it is a spiritual battle. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's an ongoing thing. It's an everyday thing. Yes. We are always in a spiritual battle. Y'all it's, (laughs) it's, it's always a spiritual battle. Everything is a spiritual battle. It's every day. And we were, when we were talking back and forth about this, we were talking about how you and I feel so passionately about, Making it our family culture to speak Mm -hmm. to our children about the fact that um, just because other people speak a certain way doesn't mean we speak a certain way. Just Mm -hmm. because other people do things doesn't mean we do things. Mm -hmm. And so this is an ongoing everyday conversation of the fact that our children need to know that why we do things, how we do things, what we do, what we don't do, it is a prayerful decision. And it is an ongoing conversation with God about what he thinks about things. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: we are responsible for underneath our roof. Yes. And everything outside of our house, um, people don't have to do what we do to love them. Yes. People don't have to agree with us as a prerequisite for us to love them. Mm -hmm. We can love, we love everybody. Love God, love people that's what we're, that's what we're called to do. Yeah. And loving people. I, I mean, I think we had a whole podcast about how people distort the definition of love
1: because Mm. loving
0: people from the overthrow of Christ. I mean, it, it does have truth. It does have grace. It does (laughs) have honesty. And that, that, that is very, very important um, for me. And I mean, it's been like this time of year, just having conversations with my children as um, they get older, like my kids know already, like we don't do what other people do just because they do it. So it's not even, it's not even like, oh man, I wish we did blah, blah. Like they know we don't do that. Yeah, We don't make decisions based off of what other people do. It's it's not even that it's just not a thing.
1: Well, and I think that that's one of the biggest pieces is that you have to have open and honest conversations with your family. And one Mm -hmm. of the biggest things, this could be a completely different podcast is being fully honest with our children, Mm -hmm. straight up being straight up with them and saying, like you said, just because somebody else does something doesn't mean we do it. Or just because Mm -hmm. we do something doesn't mean somebody else does it. Mm -hmm. And having that open line of communication And saying, if we're feeling unsure about something, we'll pray about it. We'll ask God what he thinks we should do. Having that open line of communication with our kids and instilling that in them when they're young is so important because then as they're older, that gives them the discernment when they are around other people, if we're not around, Hey, I grew up doing this and this is what matters to me. These are my core beliefs and my morals and my values And I'm comfortable doing this because this is what I grew up around and what I see you doing that. And that's okay. You can do your thing. Doesn't mean that I'm going to participate in that. Mm -hmm. It's so important. And it also, it gives them the freedom to see, oh, people can do that. But that doesn't mean that I want to do that just because other people are doing that. Mm -hmm. It's so important for our kids to see, to have that modeled for them and to have those conversations and honestly, go into a deep dive into why you don't do those things. Yeah. Be fully honest with them. There's nothing yes. wrong with that. Yes. Well, and
0: I mean, it's we we have to be honest. And I I think that sometimes pa- parents can feel uncomfortable, or they feel like, oh, my kid can't handle this. Okay, it is 2023. And there is no, there's no room for wow. pretending like things or something that they're not. Yeah. Uh, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Mm-hmm. There are some ratchet things in this world. Mm-hmm. So if we're not willing to be open and honest and transparent with our children about what we believe and why we believe it and how we act that out in all the grace and all the truth, then wh- what are they, they're, they're just left to, it's confusing. It's confusing and we have to empower our children. Like obviously our children are young and so they listen to us because we're their parents and Mm -hmm. they do what we do because we're their parents. But it's not about, Hey, you listen to me because I said, so it's Mm -hmm. a no, our family prays about this because God said so, mm-hmm. you know, like we're not your source. God is the source. And so empowering them to not be a follower of this world, not mm-hmm. be a follower of your peers. What do you think about it? Yeah, And then, I mean, I, I can't wait to like, as my children grow, like, Have healthy debates about like, you know, some people believe this and this is why they believe this. What, what do you think about it? Why do you think that? Like Mm -hmm. that is a crucial thing. And then empower our children. If you are feeling unsure about something, ask God what he thinks about it Mm -hmm. and I'll pray with you about this. Mm -hmm. So like doing this as a family and also equipping our children to do this because they're under our roof for like one second. And then they're going to be adults and they're going to be in this world and they're going to have to make decisions and they're going to have to navigate this life. And so empowering our children to do all of this stuff so that way they can live in conviction and have humble hearts and love people well and stand for the truth. Like it's, it's so important. It's so important.
1: It is. And I think too, honestly, I mean, we've said this before, but the fact that people feel so unlovable, like if people just knew that God mm-hmm. loved them, the world could be such a different place. Yeah. I mean, it really, really genuinely could. And so it's just knowing that we have that opportunity with our children and to have these conversations with them and have open lines of communication with them and. Mm-hmm have them know that they can talk to us about it and talk to God about it and pray about it and have, have healthy debates with us is so important.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's crucial to their overall development and, and having show modeling for them, what a healthy relationship looks like instead of just shutting them down. If they have questions about something. Yeah. And also honoring people who, who do make different decisions than they do okay, Mm -hmm. you make those decisions, those choices. I don't have to agree with it. I can disagree. That's fine because Mm -hmm. that's your life. And this is my Mm -hmm. life. And this is my family.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, we have a whole podcast episode on agreeing, like agreeing and disagreeing
0: respectfully. So yeah. And the thing is, is that at the end of the day, the same banner of grace that covers you and I, the same banner of grace that covers everybody. Mm -hmm. And I want to love people well enough until they figure that out. Yeah. I do. And we and we can't it it's not like we can save the world and you know reach the world. We can reach the people around us. Mm -hmm. We can love people in our community. We can love people in our family. We can love people at the grocery store. We can love people at our church. Like We're around people who need to hear the good news of what Jesus did for us, of what God says. And you know what? Sometimes people are not in a place where they want to be preached at. So guess what you can do? You can love them in a way that is not of this world. And the only way you can do that is if you have the Holy spirit dwelling within you and you have the fruit of the spirit, that is how you reach people. Mm -hmm. It's the Holy spirit that changes us, that changes our hearts, that prompts us to do things, to not do things, to Mm -hmm. act a certain way, to treat people. And I think, I mean, now more than ever, that is attractive to people. Yes, And and people might not be able to put their finger on it. Like, wait a second. (laughs) Olivia acts a certain way. Like, I don't know what it is, but it it draws me to her. Mm -hmm. You know, Carly did like that. That is, that is, that's what it's all about. And it's not about you. And it's not about me. It's about Mm God. Mm -hmm. It's the overflow of what God already says is true. What God, his promises that never come up void. That, that is how we reach people. And this world is so backwards and twisted and dark that it, it'll be obvious that we're set apart. Yes, it'll be so obvious. Yeah. I'm over here
1: wondering if we covered all of the things that we wanted to talk about because we went on voice messaging each other for yeah. so long.
0: I told Olivia, this is either going to be like a solid 30 minutes or it's going to be a four part series and I'm here yeah. for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> either one. Either one.
1: I you and like I just
0: we- really felt a a pull to talk about this. And I, yeah. I really think that, I mean, I was, I was, I was praying like before we started this, I was like, Lord, please lead our words, lead our hearts, lead this to people who need to hear this. Mm-hmm. Because, well, I think it's a
1: message yeah. that everyone needs to hear. And honestly, yeah. even a reminder to ourselves. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing is that our conversations are meant to encourage and empower you and leave mm-hmm. you thinking about things that you've been doing or your family has been doing or how you can approach things in a certain way. So yeah, we really, we do pray that yeah. words are helping do that.
0: Yes yes
1: all right friend well i think we did cover all the things and if not we'll be back next week to talk about more
0: (laughs) yes for sure
1: all right we will be back next week bye y'all bye